From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 204 for the week of October 10th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulata-Willie, and Michael Bowling. In this segment, Mary Jo continues our Southern California 101 series with some more interesting places to travel to. Mary Jo? Well, Nancy's already covered the 101 series for Los Angeles, Orange County. Where else, Nancy? Oh, gosh. We've talked about... Beach cities, um, downtown. Think. We've talked about the West Side, Beverly Hills, um, Waltz neighborhoods, Hollywood, yeah. Waltz neighborhoods up here, Burbank, Glendale. Um, so all yeah. of these kind of like concentrated areas around the Disney, kind of when you Orange County, Orange Disneyland. County, we Orange. covered Orange County. Yeah. Well, now this this series is going to be um, for the outlying areas beyond. Los Angeles and Orange County. And the first destinations we're going to talk about are the coastal destinations. Okay. So when you go, um, when you drive up north and you, a lot of people have heard about PCH and when we've talked about going to San Francisco, etc. Going on PCH up north, the first um, little beach town that you hit is Malibu. And a lot of people know Malibu from, you guys tell me, Come on, my cousins knew Beach this. Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Well, we might know Beach Boys, but the Baywatch series, Pamela Anderson. Never heard oh. of it. Never heard of it? Okay, well, it I was... never watched it. Actually, most people nowadays know Malibu because of what's his name wrecking his car there. What's his name? Justin Bieber. Oh. No, Mel Gibson wrecking his car oh. and then all the, all the, the fallout that happened after that and. So, then, I think it's a consensus that a lot of people know about Malibu. Yep. So, Malibu is Malibu University. <laughs> and, and one thing about Malibu, when you drive through it, you might think of wide expanse of, of beaches. Well, really, Malibu is a lot of stars' homes hugging the, the small land area between PCH and the ocean. There's and they a don't let people walk on their beaches, right? And Exactly. You really are not going to get much of a chance to... To go there, Santa Monica, you will, but once you hit hit Malibu, um, you're not going to be able to go to the beach over there. Another nearby beach is Zuma Beach, which is uh, part of me. I love Zuma Beach. That's a yes. really pretty one. Zuma Beach is is really cool, and I think if we are we camped there one time, so there's camping there also. So as you continue um, up north, you're going to also see the um, the Getty Villa. A lot of people know the Getty Center, which is, you know, overlooks Los Angeles. But before that, um, J. Paul Getty had purchased this villa, or he had one built, actually, that had a lot of his artwork. And it's the building and grounds are beautiful in themselves. And if whatever art and statues he has there um, are also beautiful to see over there. Um, continuing up uh, north. You, you are going to hit uh, Camarillo and Oxnard. 
Camarillo is well known for its outlets. And I would say Camarillo from Los Angeles, we're talking about an hour already mm -hmm. on the road to get there. It's like 60 miles or something like that. And yeah. Oxnard is just beyond Camarillo. And Oxnard has, um, they're well known. They have a, a, a field of flowers that um, from the air, it looks like the American flag. Has If anybody has seen, has anybody ever seen that picture from Google? You know, they, no, I never have. It's, it's really cool. It's Anyway, it's a huge field of flowers, and um, they're red, white, and blue, and it's the American flag. And Oxnard is also well-known for their strawberry um, mm -hmm. strawberry fields out there. They have... Um, Oxnard berries have, are amazing. Yeah. It's, it's Very sweet, good. nice large berries. Oxnard is all, it's good for stopping by to, uh, get the produce off those little stands off the road. And so I would recommend that. They have great beaches. You continue too. up north. Do, I've never been to the beaches in Oxnard. Oh, they're wonderful. Um, and they're really close to the freeway. You I'm, just pretty much get off at, there's one part you get off at. I can't remember what the name of the drive is, but it's like you make like two or three turns and you're right at the beach. And I would say, you know, these destinations that I'm talking about, they could be one day destinations, but they can also be a couple, they could be overnighters because there's so much to see, um, that I'm just touching on, on these. So we'll probably have segments that'll do a weekend trip that'll go more into detail. But what I'm doing here is I'm just giving people a, an idea of things that they can look into and we're going to have links in our show notes. Um, going farther up north, you're going to hit Santa Barbara. And Santa Barbara is just, it's kind of uh, the jewel of um, Southern California. It's a Home beautiful to, town. Say that again. Home to Elizabeth Taylor. Michael Jackson's ranch was in that area. Mm-hmm. They of uh, money and old money. A lot of old money there. Beautiful town. They have some buildings from the early 1900s. And they have what they call the Red Tile Walking Tour because... The Spanish architecture has red tile roofs, and so a lot of the buildings on this tour have the Spanish architecture. You can go downtown and walk. You can go to the um, El Presidio de Santa Barbara or El Presidio de Santa Barbara State Park. Uh, Stearns Wharf is also a beautiful pier that you can go and have breakfast or have dinner and watch the sunset over there. The Botanic Gardens, they have Farmer's Market. They also have a mission in Santa Barbara. Um, it's one of the more um, famous missions as far as the overall look of the mission. They also have wine country. You know, all through California, you hear people hear about Napa Rose. But we have pockets of areas in California that have delicious vineyard, I mean, vineyards that have delicious wine. And the Santa Ynez Valley is just a little drive away. And you can go to those wineries over there and um, have some wine tasting and, and eat there. If you continue up north, you'll hit Pismo Beach. And Pismo Beach is another famous, famous beach here. They have these uh, sand dunes that are amazing. And it's... They have a beach called Oceano Beach. Have you seen them, Tom? Have you been yeah, to them? Yeah, I've been there. I used to go there when I was in college food camp on the beach. I have a, a co-worker that he goes with his friends and they dig a pit and they roast a pig. 
Uh, no, we never did that. Yes, that's a, that's that, very yeah. Hawaiian. Yeah, that was. It's... Well, he's he's not Hawaiian, but they they roast that pig and they do uh, they do uh, dune bugging mm-hmm. over there and and they spend a lot of time. Also, the beach is well known for their clams that yes. they have there and their butterfly reserves. So, uh, Pismo Beach in itself sounds like a destination as well as Santa Barbara. Um, yeah. If you go a little bit farther up north, you're going to hit San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. And San Luis Obispo is about halfway between San Francisco and, and Los Angeles. And there, there's a mission there also. Close by San Luis Obispo is a very, at least for us Southern Californians, is a famous inn called the Madonna Inn. Have any of you guys ever been to the Madonna Inn? Yes. No, but I've heard of it. It's um, You walk in there, it's, it's an unusual inn in that they have themed, before Disneyland ever made their themed um, suites, etc., they have themed rooms, and I remember my mom and dad staying in the caveman room. Oh, that's uh, one of the most famous ones. Yeah, they, they, they used to call it their wicked weekends, and they'd take off and go someplace. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, um, and that's where Mary Jo came from. <laughs> yeah, alright, that's when they would get away from us and continue. But anyway, so, um, they have the caveman room, they have these other rooms that are just really beautiful. Um, they have the dining room is like eating in a forest, although it's indoors. And I remember the, the men's restroom. Yes, yes. Well, Michael, you can explain the men's restroom. I've actually been in there because. It's yes, kind tell of us, like Mary a- Jo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was there with a bunch of other women who were there, the poor guys, but we were, we went in there. But tell, go ahead and say what, explain, uh, describe that room. Well, it's, when you go in, the urinal is actually a waterfall. And when there's a beam or something, and when you step up to it, you trigger the waterfall. <laughs> and then, um, you can enjoy the, the sound of the babbling water and all that. Until kind you're done. Yes, yes, it's, it's an inspiration yes. in more than one way. <laughs> I, that would be great to take little boys to help them get started. But anyway, they probably want to play in it. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's way cooler than the women's restroom. The women's restroom is a little bit elegant, but totally boring compared to the men's restroom. But that's uh, the off the main main entrance. So when you go to the Madonna Inn and San Luis Obispo, nearby, or if you continue, is a Danish town called Solvang. Mm. And Solvang is another, it's a really, it's a quaint little town, a lot of little restaurants, there's a museum there. Um, also, there's another mission that's in Solvang as well as in San Luis Obispo. So, and San Luis Obispo is St. Louis Bishop, so, um, or Bishop St. Louis. Any of these, uh, like I said, any of these places are a destination in themselves. You can yeah. do it in one day and just kind of just sightsee as you, as you get up there and make Solvang your ultimate destination and then come back down and spend a little bit of time just checking out the areas. That is a full day trip if you're going to do that. Like I would say leave at six, seven in the morning and expect to get back after dark, um, during that kind of a trip. Also but check what? to see if some of these little places ha- are having some of their festivals. Like Oxnard has a really huge um, strawberry festival each year. Gilroy has a garlic festival, oh, which way is up north. famous. Yeah. Hmm? That's yeah, way up north. Well, I know it's way up, but 
you get my drift, though. Right. Famous festivals that everybody's heard of. You know, the Food Network is always visiting these little kinds of festivals. Right. And like, well, um, so just north of Pismo. Paulding has one. Just north of Pismo's Morro Bay, and I think they have like a like a a, a parade of of sailboats or something. Not maybe a, a, a Christmas light parade with their boats or something like that. Oh, that would be yeah, just like they do yeah. in Newport. Yeah. 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 That would be well, and in Solvang, I remember when we used to go when I was younger. Um, we would always go to the Christmas store there, and it's kind of um, the Danish design, and they have yeah. it's kind of hard to explain. You know, they have nutcrackers there, and they have other um, old world type right. type um, it's a very decorations, old. and yeah, it's really nice. And um, they also have a festival there since Nancy brought up festivals, and it's called the Yule Fest Holiday Celebration. Which is really, um, would be a really cool time to go. And since we have such mild winters, that would be a nice destination. And they also have another festival, which is Danish Days over there, which is nice. So going up north, there's a lot of different places. And like Nancy said, if you really want to make it into a, a couple day tour, you might want to go up to Gilroy and go to the garlic festival up there. And then there's also Hearst Castle, which is a, in itself, you could take a train ride to um, Hearst Castle, or you can drive to Hearst Castle and take a tour of, of that castle. Um, so there you go for the north when you go up north from Calif- from Los Angeles. Going down south, um, we've already hit some of these places. There's San Juan Capistrano, which is the mission that we had a segment on. We have Dana Point, Doheny Beach, which has camping and also a lot of um, neat things to do and they also have whale watching from that goes from Dana Point there's this one I think his name is Captain Ray he's well known for his um, excursions to go see whales and seals and I'm not seals dolphins and other um, marine life you might want to go there Um, going down south a little bit more you're going to hit Oceanside and Carlsbad and Carlsbad has Legoland and Nancy's in the middle of her Legoland series and you'll, um, not only that, Carlsbad is also known for some of their outlets down there. And their there. flower fields. And their flower fields. They have beautiful flower fields. Ah, uh, the there. ranunculus, they're very famous for ranunculus flowers. Um, if you're a gardener, you know what that is. And they're gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Is it, as far as I can see, type of flower yeah. fields. Just, just beautiful. And they also grow strawberries down there too. Um, I've and huge, delicious, sweet strawberries. What about so, the caverns? Have we talked about those? That's Carlsbad. in New Mexico, honey. <laughs> that's a different Carlsbad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, wait a second. I've been to those caverns. And that's okay. Cool. Well, okay. Never mind. I just, and they're very cool. I've been in them too. <laughs> I just remember the name. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, but that's good though because you, you know some people get those mixed up. Yeah, that is actually really good. That, but that's about 12 hour away okay, that's, from. That's further from Disneyland. Yeah. Right. Yes, a little bit farther <laughs> than that's, that's our extra at, super outlying areas that we'll, we'll go. I'm going to El Paso next weekend, so I'll, I could tell all about that when <laughs> So, um. <Duh. laughs> um, going a little bit south from Legoland, we have Mount Palomar. And Palomar is famous because it has an observatory there that is larger. I think the, um, lens is 200 feet 
whereas the lens at the Mount Wilson observatory that we had a segment about was 100 feet in diameter. So Palomar um, has another fantastic observatory as well as other things to do because it's up on the hills. So you're going to get a little bit different um, scenery in that area than you are going to get right along the coast. But it's right there. South of Palomar now, we're getting down into Del Mar. Del Mar is known for the racetrack that they have there as well as I think they also have a carnival that's down there, but mostly the, the racetrack. Um, going a little bit farther down, you're going to hit La Jolla. La Jolla is a beautiful little beach town just north of San Diego, and they have um, some really nice beaches in that area, kind of ritzy shopping if you want to get into something a little bit nicer. Um, and they have what they call Children's Beach. But Children's Beach, it's called that because it's they put a barrier so that the ocean waves wouldn't hit the beach so that mothers could take their, their young children and they'd have a safe place to to play. What happened is that the sea lions also thought that their children would have a great place yeah. to play. So now the baby seals um, have kind of invaded that beach, and there's this huge controversy between the environmentalists and the tourists, not the tourists, but the people who want to go to the beach and have their kids go there. And I'm on the side of the environmentalists because I really think that the, it's kind of cool having this area where the so much where the wild you could really see the wildlife up and close without getting too close. But there's some um, viewpoints that were overlooks. There's some overlooks where you can see the baby seals on the beach and they have a webcam watching them and so you'll see these reports of the baby seals being born and the new ones coming on the beach, etc. So it's kind of cool. Um, I would say maybe that's an hour and a half away from Disneyland at the most. Um, to get to this location, but it's kind of a cool outing to go down there and see some of the wildlife that we have here in Southern California along our coastal beaches. And then going down south from La Jolla and Children's Beach, et cetera, is San Diego. And there will be another segment later on that's going to go into San Diego a little bit more in detail, so we're not going to talk about that in this particular segment. Just know that going down south, there's so many things to do. And what's good about, I think, good about the southern destinations than the northern destination is you can go several days and do half-day trips and go to the places that I named. You can also go to um, Crystal Cove, which is another place, Laguna Beach. There's tons of beaches and little communities from Disneyland down to San Diego. Any one of them makes a, a nice half-day Destination, or if you want to do an overnighter, it also works nice as an overnighter. So that takes care of our coastal destinations. So we're going to go inland a little bit, and we're going to go up to the mountains. And we have our big, we have our um, San Bernardino Mountains to the south. And in the San Bernardino Mountains to the south, we have a lot of places where you can go and spend the night. We have Big Bear Lake. Big Bear Lake is a public lake. Um, with tons of areas for hiking, biking, a lot of different activities, boating. You can rent boats there on the lake. They have cabins you can rent if you want to spend the night there, or even hotels and motels if you want to stay in Big Bear City. So whether you want to go during the summertime and do outdoor activities on the, around the lake, 
or if you want to go in the winter time and go skiing, they have, um, I think it's called Snow Summit. And there's, so. and there's another one too in Fonskin, not Fonskin, Running Springs, right before you get to Big Bear. There's another, um, smaller hill where people can go skiing. They have some pretty decent skiing for Southern California there in Big Bear. So it's nice either one. Near Big Bear, there's another lake called Arrowhead Lake. Nancy really likes Arrowhead Lake. I think it's a little bit harder to get to the water itself because there's so many yeah, private residences, right, around yeah. there. They've only got a couple, um, a couple launch areas. One is ma- mostly by the little main town area, um, town square area. But it's also, um, it's really nice and. Lake Arrowhead is named for a, a natural formation on the side of the mountains, and it's it looks like it's gravel or or granite, and it's in the shape of an arrowhead. So the lake gets its name from that huge formation. Yep. And um, closer than either one of these destinations is Crestline, and Crestline is um, really nice if you just want to get quickly up into the mountains and get that kind of atmosphere. You can go to Crestline. Go up there, have a bite to eat or a picnic or spend the night there. And they have a small lake called Lake Gregory. And Lake Gregory is cool because you can, it's not really big for boats, but it's great for swimming. It has a little beach over there. And there's a lot of watercraft that you can rent and um, like paddle boats and floaty things, I'll call them, that you can go on the lake. And they also have a water slide, um, not Inside the lake, but next to the lake that goes down the mountain. I'll say down the hill. That's because don't, th- I don't want you to think a huge mountain, but it goes down the hill. So it's a really cool water slide. And we've gone there, um, and had picnics there and stuff, which has been really nice. That's kind of for those who know, remember Santa's village. It was kind of close to Santa's village back in the day. To the north of Los Angeles, we have the San Gabriel Mountains. These mountains are a lot more rustic in that you don't have the cabins like you have in um, at Big Bear Lake or Lake Arrowhead or in mm-hmm. Crestline. But you have you can either go camping or you can do picnics there or you can just go for the day. There's um, and I'll have links um, when in our show notes, but there's a hike to a waterfall that you have over there. There's a um, um, picnic area that's just really beautiful called Buckhorn over there. And there's some picnic areas in the lower Chaparral area. I I will caution that there's there was a fire there a few years ago. So the, there's, the trees aren't as plentiful down um, in the lower elevations than in the higher elevations. The hel- higher elevations are great, though. If you're going to go there, then I would recommend going to Mount Wilson. And I had done a segment on Mount Wilson and going to the observatory there because that's a pretty cool place. But like I said, it's pretty rustic over there. There is one restaurant um, that a lot of bikers like to go to that you can go to. But if you would rather go like on the lake or whatever, head to Big Bear over there. So now we've hit the coastal areas. We've hit the mountains. Now we have what we call the Inland Empire. And the Inland Empire includes places like Palm Springs and the desert towns. And Palm Springs, it really is a good destination. I mean, there was a reason why Bob Hope made his home there and other um, stars went to Palm Springs. There's a lot of golf courses over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, A ton of them, right? Yep. 
And there's a lot of people like to go to Palm Springs, especially in the uh, wintertime, because the air is so crisp. You have that high desert, crispy um, air. And they have, it's pretty safe over there. So they have a lot of um, outdoor shopping areas that you can go just walking down the streets and get that pretty neat feeling. Um, they have really nice hotels. Um, with swimming pools to go stay at if you want to go there in the summer, any time of the year, really. Um, they also are, um, every Thursday, they have what they call the Village Fest, which is kind of like a farmer's market and other items that they sell there. And it's really popular, and a lot of people like to go there. They also have a tram that goes up the mountain. Um, and when you take the mountain, when you go up to those mountains, I think that's the San Jacinto mountains. And that's where there's a town called Idlewild up there. And this tram, you get a beautiful view of the desert. Um, when you take the tram to the top, has anybody ever done that? Taking the tram up the tram? I've always wanted to. And the times I've been in Palm Springs, I never got a chance to, cause I was there for work. So, but it's definitely worth going to and going up that tram if yeah. um, anybody has that opportunity to go there. They the overlook have, from that hill is amazing. Oh, it, especially in the wintertime because our our air is crisper in Southern California during the winter, yeah. and it's you can see so much better. You can see the stars better it's, and everything. Uh, they also have in Palm Springs um, a restaurant. Not really a restaurant. It's kind of a shop. And that's where they have their date shakes. Over in California Adventure, the date shakes that they sell there come from this location. So it's truly a Southern California um, thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can't think of the word. But it's, and it's their date festival is amazing. I, I was actually there for work one time in the middle of the date festival, and they shut down their main um, their main drag and have all kinds of great stuff, date sale, anything related to dates. And that's because the palm trees in that area are indigenous to that area. And mm-hmm. so the, the fruit is just really, really good. And how many times have you been down there, Nancy? Twice I went Twice. there. Okay. Oh, the outlets there are really nice, too. Did you say the outlet? mention the outlets? No, I did not yet. But oh, okay. yeah. There's people who will go there just to go to the outlets in Palm Springs before they'll go to the ones in Camarillo or Carlsbad. They'll go to the ones in Palm Springs because they're huge. The food in Palm Springs is great. And the hospital there is very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, man, I can tell you which nice hospitals are around a good (laughs) chunk of the country. I think so. Okay, well, in that same, kind of in that same general area, we have, um, our, the, I believe it's the largest state park in the United States, and that's Joshua Tree National Park. Cool. And a Joshua Tree is a certain type of tree, uh, desert tree, um, and it, of course it's covered with it. And a lot of people like to go there to go, um, camping, I, and, um, or just go visiting. I myself have never been there myself. Um, but there's places to stay. There's the Keys Ranch. And there's other um, places to go visit in Joshua Tree. The other one I mentioned was Anza Borrego. Um, that's a little bit south of Joshua Tree and probably a little bit more accessible to go to. There's Julian. And that's a whole different segment that, 
that we did here that you can you can go um, see. Um, back to Palm Springs, when you go through Highway 10, which is, takes you all the way to the East Coast, and you go through Palm Springs, the one thing that people will see and will probably never forget are the huge windmills and the the. It's like a forest of windmills that you're going through as far as you can see. Well, they actually have a tour that takes you. Um, yeah, they do. So thank you for telling me about that, Nancy. And it's okay. called the Windmill Tours in North Palm Springs. And it's a windmill. They call it a windmill farm. And so you can actually take a tour there and they'll um, explain what these windmills do. You know, they have different shapes. They do different things. And... Um, and how much power that the the windmill farm has enough electricity to empire to to give power to the um to all of Palm Springs and also some of the other area around there so it's you can um learn about the windmills and other things when you take that tour there they also have Temecula Temecula is off of highway 15 and in the thing about Temecula that I think is a little bit different is that it's as hot and dry as we are in Southern California, it's also known as wine country. So there's a lot of vineyards and also um, um, olive tree orchards there, and they produce olive oil, which I talked about in San Diego. In fact, I've been using it. It's olive oil with jalapenos in it, which is delicious. Mm. But... um it's really, it's really good as pasta. But, um, they have in Temecula, they have a wine train dinner ride. So you have dinner on the train as you're going, winding through the, um, countryside in Southern California and have wine tasting and dinner when you go on this train. So there's so many things to do when you go to Temecula and Temecula's maybe, maybe an hour or less, 45 minutes to an hour away from Disneyland. So it's another thing that you could do in the evening and still come back to your hotel um, at the Disneyland Resort when you go there. Another thing that they have in the Inland Empire is the Pomona um, Speedway. <clears throat> and there's a lot of um, the racing over there. It's the Auto Club Raceway in Pomona. And it's the oldest venue uh, with the Full Throttle Drag Racing Series. And what they originally did is they used, they created it to encourage street racers to compete safely because people used to drag race on the city streets. So here they gave them a safe place for them to race. And now it's become a kind of like a tourist destination where you can go and, you know, support your favorite race car driver. And maybe we'll see uh, Tom or Michael racing and we can all support them. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they go there. So, so even though, you know, when you think of the desert in Southern California, you don't really think of all the things that could be happening, but there's a lot going on in, in our Inland Empire. So we'll have more details on some of these later on. But when you go farther than the Inland Empire, you're going to head out towards Las Vegas. Yay! And, <laughs> yeah. Well, and there are some people who remain unnamed, Tom, um, that, that, Las Vegas is the destination and they want to get there as fast as possible and, and not see the, um, you know, the, the things. The largest of, thermometer. It's the world's largest thermometer. Uh, and, the world's. But, 
there's actually um, other things to see in, in Las Vegas, and I think, Nancy, you can name some of those things. Oh, my gosh. On the way to Vegas like, or in Vegas? Yeah, on the way to Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. Well, you can always take a side tour to Hoover Dam or the Grand Canyon. Well, that's that's, that's when you're there. Yeah. But, but that's past. Yeah. I'm talking about on the way from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, oh, Orange County um, to Las there's Vegas. There's Barstow and the there's Barstow and the Barstow outlets, and then there's also in uh, Barstow there is a Harvey House museum. Now, is it, anybody remember what a Harvey House is? I've heard of them. I don't remember what they were. Okay, most people know of it as the famed movie, the Harvey, the Harvey Girls, with famed, I believe really? Judy Garland and. And um, who else was in that? I don't know. It's a matter. Anyway, um, it was a famous musical. The Harvey houses were actually a chain of restaurant houses. They would um, ship girls from the East Coast that were trained specifically in how to <laughs> serve. No. Yeah, I've heard of these places. I called them something different, though. They did. They, all, all of the girls, no, all the girls were raised and trained. In fact, where Harvey houses came up, they had a little issue with local saloons because <laughs> the local saloons wouldn't get the same amount of business anymore because the Harvey houses, the Harvey houses were basically hospitality houses. So that's what you call them, Nancy. <laughs> They were known for their steak dinners, um, and the girls were trained on how to um, set a table. Um, they had specific guidelines of manners and um, and behaviors that met the the high Harvey standards. And when the train would pull in, the passengers would get out, go to the Harvey house, they'd have a dinner. You know, have their dinner in a nice, you know, friendly environment that wasn't too friendly, and they could eat and get back on the train before it needed to leave. So well, it was all about speedy meals. And they were throughout the United States, right? Yes, they were all wherever the railroad went. There were Harvey houses, and there is one still left in Barstow, and it's been converted into a museum. So I think that would be kind of cool to see. As Tom said, there's also the world's largest thermometer that is right there when you um, in Baker, yeah, in Baker when you get gas. There's also the outlet center, um, which is in, in Barstow. Barstow, and it has yep. over a hundred stores. So that in itself yeah. um, is also a sight to see. And then it's also Barstow is also the entrance to the Mojave National Preserve. So yep. you, if you want to do a little bit of exploring. Right there, you can go see abandoned mines, um, the volcanic cinder cones. It's kind of kind of cool to see the ancient volcanic rock, and um, I was going to say evidence that that volcanoes were in this were in this yeah. area. Plus, it's good to like you know just kind of it's it's it is only like four and a half five hour drive, mm -hmm. but it's nice to get out and actually see some some things um, on the way over there. Because you don't want to doze off while you're driving. No. So you do have those types of things. And maybe Nancy will give a better, um, not better, but a more in-depth um, segment on, on things to do when you're going on that off that road. Because I know that there's also like a, I don't know if it's called Calico Town, but there's also a, an old ghost town mm -hmm. that you can go to and, and tour. 
that's off that road. So that kind of takes care of, you know, our along the coast, our mountains, our inland empire, Vegas. Well, we also have things west of Los Angeles and Orange County, and that's Catalina Island, which in itself can either be a day trip or it can be a weekend trip. There's lots to do in Catalina. Um, There's boat rides that will go from Dana Point, Long Beach, Newport Beach, and San Pedro. That'll go to Catalina, or you can fly over there and get there a lot faster. Um, Sherry has a, a thread on the um, California um, section of the Disboards, and she has a lot of details about Catalina Island, including that if you, um, I believe it's still this year and next year, that on your birthday you can take the boat out there for free. So, you know, the other members of your party, of course, will pay, but you get to go for free and go to Catalina Island. Once you get there to Catalina, it's not it's a huge island, but there's a lot of cool things. The Wrigley family used to own it, like Wrigley Gum, Wrigley Field, that family. And they have a big casino over there, which is a dance hall. That's kind of neat, too. I've actually gone ballroom dancing in that dance hall. Nice. It's kind of neat. And then they have the Wrigley Mansion. They have some other interesting um, houses there that have good background stories. Teresa would love them because and there's a lot of really there's good. There's no cars, right? There's there's a few cars, okay. but you can't rent cars. The cars that are there belong to the residents. Yeah, you can rent a golf if cart. If you want to get around, yeah. you can rent a golf cart, and that's it. But either bike riding or a golf cart or hiking. And they have miniature golf there. They have horseback riding there. Um, I won't tell you about the time I fell off the horse while horseback riding, but it was... Into water, right? (laughs) No, I was... (laughs) No. Uh, Only my dignity was hurt quite badly, but... But anyway, they have... So they have Lots of shopping. They have lots of shopping there. Mm -hmm. They have kind of... I'm not too impressed with their beaches there, but... Yeah. They have... They do have a little beach there. Because you're on the wrong side of the water. Facing the, facing the, oh, that's right, because there's, just, you don't, the ocean. I'm just kidding, I don't know. Oh. Um, they have a really cool bus tour. The bus tour takes you to the Wrigley Ranch, and at the Wrigley Ranch, they have, um, these beautiful, I'm not, I don't remember the type of horses. I want to say Arabian horses, but I'm not exactly sure. And the saddles and the tack that, for those horses was, um, made by Tom Mix. Okay. If, for those of you who know who Tom Mix is, or was, 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 um, but but by his by his family, they also show you where the Native Americans that used to live on the island, um, where they, you can see the shells from where they used to, where their village was, and when they would eat, etc. They have glass bottom boats there. They have, um, it's kind of cool. They have this one tour there that you go. Um, and they have, it's a flying fish tour and you go at nighttime, they shine the flashlight out and the flying fish fly over the boat. It, it just, yeah, it's really, sometimes they land in the boat and they toss them back in the water and stuff like that. But there's so many things about Catalina and this is, I, I shouldn't go into more detail, but we will definitely have a segment, um, that'll let you know all the cool things to do over there. Like I said, it could either be a one day or it could be a, um, a whole weekend over there. There's enough to do there to, keep busy for the weekend another thing to do (laughs) 
Another thing to do um, are the Channel Islands National Park. And you would get there from the Oxnard Camarillo area. And you take, the only way to get there is by boat. The Channel Islands, because it is a national, national park means that they're pretty, um, the preserved natural, there's no real man-made things there to disrupt the environment. So the animals, animals there are almost like the animals on Galapagos Island, where you can walk and they don't run away from you because they're not afraid of people. So seals will come up to you and the birds that are there won't, won't fly away from you like they would here on the mainland because there are no predators on those islands. So you can, there's three islands, I believe, and you can go to either the, each one has a different, um, interest when you go to, when you go to them. And if anybody ever read, um, the story, um, oh my gosh, what is that? Island of the Blue Dolphins. Island of the Blue Dolphins. That's a, that's a true story and it's from these islands. I think it's off of St. Nicholas Island. Um, where she, where they, where she came from. But it's from these islands that that book is, um, derived from. Cool. Yes. Um, that's pretty much it for all the destinations. As Nancy mentioned earlier, there's a lot of festivals that are happening in all of these areas. There's the Strawberry Festival in Oxnard, the, um, Clam Festival at Pismo Beach, Garlic Festival in, um, Gilroy, the Dickens. Some good outlets in Gilroy too. If oh, that's good that to know. Oh, there's huge outlets up there. Yeah, but they're they're nowhere near Disneyland. I mean, no, they're in Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, but if you're going, a few still, well, then go to San Francisco while you're at well, it. Well, they could be driving to San Francisco to go see the family museum. Yeah, I think this is out of scope of what she's reporting on. <laughs> there's, um, that's okay. When we talk about San Francisco, we'll do more on the Garlic Festival, and we'll talk more about the Dickens Fair that's up there also at Christmas time. But there's also a Dickens Fair down in Laguna Beach, as well as the Pageant of the Masters that we had talked about earlier. Solvang has the Yule Fest holiday celebration and the Danish Days. And also in Big Bear, they have um, Oktoberfest, which is a huge celebration up in Big Bear, um, happening now, as a matter of fact. So um, you, there There'll be links to all of these events in our show notes. We'll go more into detail um, in different segments. But as an overview of the kind of cool things to do here in Southern California, there you go. Excellent. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is also more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.